What's up, sheeple? What is up, sheeple? Yeah, that's the uh, that might be the new that be, that might be the new opening phrase. Who knows? What's up, sheeple? What's up, sheeple? We What's it going? Did it used sheeple? to be wake up, sheeple? Wake up, sheeple. Yeah, but I don't now think that was ever like our catchphrase. But I think that was um, you know, that's certainly how people <laughs> became familiar with sheeple. We co-opted it from the right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, I think we, we copped are, we it coming... just from more like uh, Alex Jones, folks. Yeah. From Alex Jones, yeah. <laughs> from Alex Jones. Um, but uh, <laughs> here we are. We're back at it. Episode six. Uh, episode another six. week. Another episode. Getting close to 10, double digits. That's right. Uh, so my name's Tyler. I'm Justin. And I'm TJ. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's, I'm uh, getting there's a, a it's... mid-podcast life crisis. <laughs> Are we only doing 12 episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to flame out that, around 12 episodes. So that, stick that, could for that. Be, that could be the end of season one, if you that wanted to think of it that way. That could be the end of season way. one. Are we yeah. going to take, a, take a, a winter break? Uh, who, I don't think we are. I don't think so. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's stop with all this negative talk, you guys. We're just going to keep going. <laughs> Who's getting um, voted off the island? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there's. I mean, like last week, there's a there's a lot to talk about this week as well. It's it's been a, it's pretty tumultuous. It's October. It's pre-election October, right? Spooky, spooky. for more than one reason. Extremely spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the spookiest election by far. Uh, also, that's... apologies if I sound kind of like dog shit. I don't have my normal setup. Doesn't uh, have yeah. his normal setup. I don't have my normal setup. So I'm working uh, bare bones here. On behalf of the audience, uh, I'd just like to say that it's not okay. But right, well, <laughs> I promise I'll do better next week. Yeah, we're going to get a yeah. lot of messages about this. I need to get yeah, an adapter us. for my laptop. So if anyone wants to uh, donate, hit me up, buy me an adapter. <laughs> it won't be an issue anymore. <laughs> nice. If you want to give us money, um, hit us up, please, for the love of God. Um, uh but uh yeah so like some interesting political discourse this week uh on twitter and social media in general um Mm, seems like yeah right weird (laughs) um it seems like people are really trying to like uh get biden to like admit that he's gonna court pack or something but that seems like a kind of like elite like media thing it's kind of stupid some other like dumb weird drama going on but I think with I honestly think that this this narrative about court packing where like why won't why won't he answer this is really just because there's nothing else really for the media to be hitting hitting Biden oh, on because when you compare him to like everything that's going on with the Trump campaign there's like way more there so they have oh, to have absolutely. something you know it's yeah. mountains out of mo- molehills type situation and, I, and I'm speaking in just in terms of things that the media is going to be looking at right not in terms of like you know things that I might like Biden to do or, or not do. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. You're saying that yeah. you endorse Biden fully and condone all of his actions. I'm saying I'm riding with Biden. <laughs> riding with Biden. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that on a shirt yet? Yeah, of it's course. Definitely, I've definitely seen a lot of people say that. Should that should be the uh, name of this episode. Riding with Biden. God. Uh, Vibin' with Biden. That's Vibin better. With Biden. 
That's better. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, the fucking aviator sunglasses, the American aviator sunglasses, and then riding with Biden. Aviators are kind of like, sick, though. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. He he looks kind of cool with those. He does. He looks kind of cool. <laughs> this is like, and you know why? I'll tell you exactly why. Oh my god! It's because of his head shape. It's because he's got kind of like uh. a square head, and mm-hmm. that that square head looks very good with aviators. I like totally agree. I yeah, or totally. or like fucking homeboy from Top Gun. Yeah. Yes. Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's like, got kind of yeah. He's got kind of a square head and looks if, good with if, those glasses. If he wanted to wear those glasses and put on like even maybe like a leather jacket that was very kind of kind of had a slim fit going, I would be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely nice. is doing that a lot. I think that's been the majority of his media appearances. Yeah, um, it's good. It works for him. Yeah, no, he, he he looks great. He looks like someone who was in World War II and like is still, you know, still kicking, like still looking, still looking well, okay. Just, yeah, he can't do anything about that. That's just his face, but yeah, true. <laughs> and of course, the uh, presidential election is just kind of like an unending drama of bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, we saw this, I think, like uh, more last week than this week. But people talking about how Trump wasn't going to voluntarily leave office after uh, after like losing the election, or he was going to like Did- use election night results to like uh, you know argue that like he won or whatever. Definitely, yeah. A lot of people have been talking about this. Definitely. Has anyone like, posed a question to him? Oh, sorry. C- continue. No, what were you saying? What were you saying, TJ? I was just going to say, has anyone posed the question uh, to him, like, why he thinks that it's only rigged if he loses and not if he wins? You know yeah. what? Someone actually did ask him did at, at, a, at, like, a press briefing. They said, like, so if you win, will you also be, like, contesting it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I honestly don't remember what, what he said, but I do remember that that question did come up. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would never question it. Some some people would, but I would never question it. I would never. (laughs) Like the thing with him though is that like he never answers a question he doesn't want to unless he's really pressed and like so few people actually press him on anything. Um, Definitely. Yep. And like it is exactly one hundred percent what he's going to do if he has an opening to claim a victory. He's going to. and like this is a, a totally legit thing uh, to be freaked out about, uh, but it is uh, something that Dems actually have absolutely zero credibility on. <laughs> um, and Brianna Joy Gray, right. uh, the press secretary for Bernie Sanders 2020 campaign, uh, summed this up super nicely in, in a tweet this week. Um, she said, I love that the strategy Democrats fear Trump will deploy on Election Day Using unsettled results to call the election in his favor is exactly what Pete Buttigieg did in Iowa. Yeah. Young Pete. <laughs> what are we yeah. calling on the streets? That, uh, <laughs> that Iowa caucus thing was um, a massive embarrassment to When was that? The party. That was when in was like, February. Yeah. February, yeah. Seems like forever ago. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, it's straight up. Yeah, it seem, does seem like fucking those, ages ago. Those were better times in terms of at least it felt like there was a little bit of hope. Well, I yeah. think that was like that was also just like right before the mass cucking that everyone in the world ensued. It's true. Yes. Yes. The, uh, yeah. Extreme rat fucking. Yeah. <laughs> there it is again, so to speak. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. With that, the meat. I remember 
the media loved that like the kind of pre- him mm-hmm. preemptively declaring victory because oh, yeah. they got to they, they got to come out the next day and basically it, it was like oh look at a surprise in iowa mm-hmm. like even yep. though and like what makes it even more like hilarious was that he actually lost the popular vote like bernie got more votes bernie you know? crushed the popular vote but yeah and, and this is and like and that's like extra awesome just because like liberals also love to point out and i think rightly so you know that hillary also won the popular vote in 2016 right mm-hmm. um but then at the same time they still haven't done anything to change that this like wildly unfair system that has that has rat fucked them on like multiple <laughs> occasions right because I, I mean i know oh, yeah. we talked about 2000 bush also lost the popular vote then right yeah for um sure. so democrats have been royally screwed by this uh, electoral college system but royally they, royally they, rat fucked y- yeah um i think we've I mean, met our have... quota on on rat fuck now you guys <laughs> I think that's no, good. We need to up kidding. the quota, man. We're getting killed. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just like in a way, yeah, like they're getting screwed over by it. But in another way, having like Republicans like Mitch McConnell in Congress is the best thing that ever happened to Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, you know? Yeah, no, that is that that is true. They've gotten they've um, and just like more broadly speaking, sort of the kind of democratic like media establishment like mm-hmm. msnbc kind of just like um sort of developing their political identity as being in opposition to this mm-hmm. bad man right this one bad man who kind of almost seems to absolve the system of all its inherent problems right when you yep. just focus everything on this one you know this you know the cheeto right <laughs> definitely putin's buddy um, yeah, um, exactly. Putin's puppy. Putin's puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely that's a really good point, Justin. Yeah. I mean, it's a purposeful strategy, right? Um, like mm-hmm. MSNBC is doing this now. Fox News did this when Obama was president, and I'm at sure when sure. he was president. You know? Yeah, they loved having Obama as president. Yeah. Even, it's, it's just you know this what? kind of fun even, thing I, that partisan media does where they just like switch roles every like, you know, couple of years. Totally. I, you know what? And I even think that my, you know, conservative relatives, I think they even a part of them really loved having Obama as president. Right? Mine did not. <laughs> I, my, I, my, mine absolutely did not. I don't know, TJ. They, <laughs> there might have been, there might have been like a part of them though that did love it. It was a constant, like a constant thing to just like, oh, to complain about. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was gonna say because like my, like mine are like fucking like show birth certificate type Republicans. Yeah, no, they yeah, love doing crazy. that. Though. But, but yeah, they you're right. That. It, it, they, just, they, they <laughs> love having something love to shit. fucking complain about. It's the same. It's it, sure. and there you do have the same dynamic with liberals who love having just this like one man mm-hmm. to complain about, right? And, oh like, yeah, definitely. All the kind of you know generals, uh, you know talking points that i just mentioned the cheeto and the orange and the putin they love talking about that it's fun the spaghetti yeah for spaghetti. sure it's like really crazy kofefi um kofefi. Kofefi. Oh, that's wow. one of my kofefi. favorites that was a good one yeah that was a good one 
<laughs> it's like super crazy how willing uh like centrist dems and like biden harris supporters are to just like employ classism and racism and like all and every homophobia. every ism yeah. all of them if it's against the right person yeah it's just insane oh, yeah, it's like what that's it's like what the fuck people. are you fighting for if if you're just gonna do this shit like you know what i was i was debating on if i was gonna try to bring up that noam chomsky uh thing in this since we're talking Let's about some hot takes talk, on, the, on the track should we do it Let's do it. See, I didn't, but, I didn't watch it yet, but that's fine. I'll I'll pretend that I okay, did. Okay, but Justin, do we want to do this? Because because I we haven't seen the whole thing, right? We've only seen like those two minute clips. Totally. Let's do it. Let's talk um, about it. Okay. Let's talk. We can have this conversation <laughs> on the pod it, too. Explain it to me as if I was a child. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So okay. What happened on what happened? What's going on on Twitter right now with with Brianna Joy Gray and uh, Virgil Texas and Noam Chomsky? Yes. Right, that's kind yes. of those are the three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there. It's it's basically so it's 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 Brianna and Virgil's new podcast. It's called Bad Faith, um, which I I've you know full disclosure I love the show. I've listened to a couple episodes and I think I like it's the awesome. Name. It's a really good name. We should have still, we should have used um, that. Yeah, totally. Um, and basically, what happened? Uh, they had Noam Chomsky on their show to do like kind of a. I don't see, and that's the thing we haven't we haven't seen the whole thing yet. So I don't know if it was supposed to be an interview that turned into mm-hmm. sort of a debate or what. But uh, so, regardless, yeah. it, it it did turn into kind of a a discussion on uh, if you should vote for Biden or not, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that like they. So yeah, they only released a couple clips of it today. Um, mm-hmm. It like the ones that they released were the ones that were like probably among the most sensational clips, which is yeah, like, trying yeah, to get people totally. to like sign up for the Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so, what like, we would do. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's I think a totally <laughs> above board move. If you have Noam Chomsky on the pod talking about that shit, like you know, <laughs> definitely get the bag, but. It was like, yeah, so they released like two clips perfectly designed to like enrage like liberals and everyone else. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like Noam Chomsky saying that like you like have to vote for Biden and like Brianna Joy Gray and Virtual Texas being like, but like what about like people whose lives will not improve under Biden? (laughs) Um, Right. You know, obviously no resolution because I want you to to pay for it, but. (laughs) But you got to vote them out, bro. (laughs) <laughs> why you gotta call him out well so okay my okay i th- i thought that everybody literally all of them made uh good points that are worth i think um considering um if i had to put myself in one camp i'm gonna go chomsky actually on this and i'm not even really a, a massive uh chomsky fan and i actually am a massive fan of both uh brianna and virgil's work but just on this mm-hmm. on this one issue i am kind of more in that camp because um okay so i think that the best way that i've heard i i, I think that there are actually some even some points that that chomsky kind of missed but, but he, what he did mm-hmm. bring up that that i think did make sense is that climate change is happening regardless of uh no matter kind of no matter who we vote in right climate change is going to keep happening right 
And, uh, you know, as we've talked about before, the IPCC recommendation is that by 2035, you got to cut CO2 emissions. I think global CO2 emissions by half, I think, is the recommendation. Um, And that basically Biden does bring us ultimately closer to that goal than Trump. And even if and and I think that one thing to, to, to remember is that even if Biden doesn't bring us closer to that goal. We know that Trump is going act is actually and has since b- being elected done everything he can to bring to bring us further from meeting that goal, right? Um, yeah, that's true. So, like, but and 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 just sorry. What one other thing that because I, I was gonna say that there's there there were some things that I don't think that Chomsky brought up that I kind of wish he had. Um, and I think actually the the person who I've who I've heard really articulate this argument extremely well is uh, this guy Sam Cedar on the Majority Report. It's it's basically a kind of a twofold thing, which is one, uh, at the end of the day, Biden or Trump are going to be president no matter what, right? No matter who anybody votes, or no but no matter who we vote for, as it stands right now, the left doesn't have the sort of power to elect someone else right right whether yeah. it's on whether it's on the democratic yeah. ticket or on a green or on any other ticket right and and that's not a situation to be happy with but that is the reality right now um and it still will be next month um and then also the, and then the second part of the argument is basically that biden is going to be more susceptible to to sort of pushes from uh you know people who are further left right it, it, it like it, it would be it would be a lot easier to be um, pressing a Biden administration for Medicare for all than being in this situation we're in now, where we're pressing the Trump administration to, uh, or, or where actually what we have to do is we have to press the Democrats to uh, fight as hard as they can to protect the Affordable Care Act, right? Yeah. Technically, yeah. the left, I, or I mean, it just, this is just kind of reality. The left is better positioned under a Biden administration to get uh, things I, that we want. I, you know, Sorry, in a way, hey, can I, can I, can I respond to that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, like, thank you for sharing, for sharing your opinion, Tyler. I think that you make a lot of good points. Um, this is where he I tells think... you you're fucking wrong. <laughs> but bro, well, you're and, fucking and, wrong. and I know, okay. No, and just, no, no, just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let me also yeah. say that like, exactly like I said last week, I am not saying I'm not going to, I'm not willing to tell people just vote blue, no matter who. And I'm not willing to oh, make this, this kind of childish argument that if you don't vote for Biden, you're voting mm-hmm. for Trump or whatever. That's not, no, I, yeah, I, totally. I that, that, that runs counterintuitive to what I might want anyway. So no, I'm not going yeah, to, not doing that. Sorry. All, but, all go good ahead. points. No, totally, totally. <laughs> um, just that like, I think that if the coronavirus uh, crisis, like pandemic has shown us anything is that there's there's absolutely no crisis that is great enough that is going to make capitalists like wake up and do the right thing um and totally yeah we were absolutely unequipped and unread yeah. unwilling sort of yeah agreed mm-hmm. like we could have responded to it but we didn't you know mm-hmm. and like uh primarily they just don't give a shit about us and like there's right. no amount of voting in my opinion there's no amount of voting for a centrist that is going to um to change that right like um and so right. this is just it, my perspective um it, i have, I have yeah. a few more points to make but um one is that in my opinion if you live in a swing state if you live in michigan pennsylvania or wisconsin or like arizona like 
maybe consider voting for Biden. If you live anywhere else, it my opinion is it just literally doesn't matter what you do. You can vote for whoever you want. It's like not that important. Um, you know, because that's just like the reality of our system. We pretty much know where almost every other state is going to go. But um, mm-hmm. so I think that's an important point to make. I think another important point is just that like like the makeup of third third party voters or like i think it's you know probably more working class than either major party candidate um and so it's just like you know maybe we just shouldn't like scold like working class people for deciding to vote third party or whatever absolutely Uh, yeah agreed so that's that's kind of my take on it it's like people love shit talking it because it's easy to punch down you know um can I just and and let me just say too the swing state thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I do not live in a swing state. I'm not going to vote for Biden. Um mm-hmm. if if PSL were on the ticket here, I would vote PSL. Um yeah. but uh I might just write in Bernie just to own the libs. Just for uh, the humes. Be, because uh for humies. Yeah. That that honestly might be what I do. Um I might just but, write in Tyler. You could write you could write me in. <laughs> I yeah. also don't live in a swing state, so <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> Fuck it up. Bro. Um is is PSL on the Washington uh are yep. they gonna are they gonna be on the ballot in Washington? We got PSL and we also got green. Okay. So we yeah, don't, we I don't would, got Mark I, Charles, which is sad. But y'all know about Mark Charles? Uh no. I don't think so. who, who is that? He's um so he's a, a Navajo man, Navajo citizen. Oh, um cool. He uh is like what probably one of the foremost scholars on um the uh what is it the uh doctrine of discovery which is like the thing that says that like white people can discover places that brown people live in um Mm -hmm. so he's like really cool he's running for president he like started his campaign like on reservations in oklahoma and stuff it's like really wait that white people wait can you run that back um sorry it just it sounded like you were saying that he was like in favor of white people finding (laughs) no 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 he's he's not he's he's absolutely not can you just (laughs) run that back one time please totally thank you for thank you for asking for clarification um no so the doctrine of discovery is pretty much the white supremacist shit that like let white people like justify like genocide right and yes. so he mm-hmm. is an expert on that but is highly critical of it <laughs> cool he likes yes, i would assume okay the yeah he is, is like he, he, here's the thing he's in favor of it but we can't vote for mark because he's gonna siphon votes off of trump and we can't yeah. have that then biden's <laughs> gonna end up winning and then you have the radical left in charge exactly <laughs> can't, can't deal radical left like joe biden um yeah no and then another point you had made about the the the, the first point, Justin, the pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, and you know what? I think that okay. Ultimately, the the Democrats have well, and okay, actually, you know what? The Republicans are the ones who made the pandemic, um, like who who kind of like started kind of you know uh, implementing a lot of the culture war stuff this like they made the mask into like a culture issue right and so and so that made it pretty easy for the democrats to position themselves to the left uh in 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 terms of that specifically like on this kind of symbolic level um and and i think that i do remember at the yeah at the beginning of the pandemic it was it was either like in march or april i remember yeah nancy pelosi they didn't want to do um direct cash payments right Mm -hmm. and so yeah yeah i i mean it's it's like they 
yeah, they had to, they kind of, they had, they had to figure out what they, what they wanted to do and how they wanted to position themselves, um, kind of in terms of like actual material, like actual policy and on like these more symbolic levels. And what they've come out with is in the stimulus talks, they were asking for like 0.6 trillion more than, than what Trump was. So it's a little better, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, it, it is hard to say, uh, what the response would have been. Although I do feel confident saying it would have been, it would have been somewhat better and, and yeah. to the point where less people would have died. Right. And, and like we've, mm-hmm. we've pointed out, Herman Cain would probably still be alive. You guys. Yeah, well, definitely. Um, well, definitely. Actually he might not be. Because That's the big, tra- uh, <laughs> big tragedy here. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all agree. Um, he actually might still be here. dead though. Cause he probably still would have been going out without a mask. Anyway, True. and you he know might what? Still be alive. Actually, actually, they would probably be gathering with even more spite uh, if, <laughs> if it were under a Democratic administration, oh, right? Yeah. That's Could probably be. so. But like, it's hard to say how how all the how everything would fall into place. But definitely, I would I would say could be. But like the last four years under Trump, I think it has really changed shit. Like, mm-hmm. at least there was like at least some like self preservation at some point. But now it's like. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just a different beast, you know. Um, yeah, I think definitely. also I want to just go back real quick talking about like if Biden is actually going to be like possible to like pull to the left, like where right. he's at now is the furthest left he's going to be. You know, he uh, has yeah, that's yeah, yeah, agreed. He has staked his entire political career on being but, a Democrat, but also can- being like sympathetic to republicans on social issues you know can can i can i just say a couple things though in terms of at least what his sort of purported positions are right now right uh 15 minimum wage trump is not in favor of that right uh uh, banning right to work laws so no more right to work which that's that's on the books in half the states um what else uh an actual climate, an actual plan to address climate change that I know we've acknowledged is not sufficient, kind but is way, but is way better than literally doing everything you can to go in the opposite direction. Sure. Um, uh, also, uh, a public option within the Affordable Care Act, which, again, yeah, this is all stuff that, like you said, Justin, he's the furthest left he's going to be ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but. We're at a way better starting point than we are if we if if Trump win. I mean, if Trump wins again, sure. they're they're emboldened. Well, um, I mean, and definitely, it, yeah. I I mean, I, I like and and you know, millions of people, uh, pre-existing conditions, as well as you know, millions of people on Medicaid who are are, are quite possibly going to lose that. Um, mm-hmm. And and that yep. might happen regardless, though, because if if the the Supreme Court uh, Amy Coney Barrett nomination goes through, but. I think True. it's pretty safe yeah. to say that, you know, no matter what, like it would be slightly better if you know, Sleepy Joe won. Yeah, I, I really, yeah. I don't think there's any disputing that. Um, and I think it's, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true. But it's um, good to criticize. I think it's, I think it's good to criticize. We should, yeah. and and okay. I, okay, and I and I will say too, like I do get okay. Obviously, as we've addressed people who are these like annoying liberals who say vote blue, no matter who. And, and they try to shame yeah. people. That's not okay. I, I, I do get a little annoyed seeing sort of uh, people who are, are further to the left say stuff about how like, Oh, what are you going to, you're going to push Biden to the left. 
like, come on, guys. Like, it, it's it, we're gonna try to push any administration. Also, ultimately, the goal. Yeah. It would be nice to push any administration to the left, but it's going to be a lot easier to push Biden to the left than Trump. That's just totally. Th- that's just that's fuck. Yeah. That's just reality. Like, can we? I mean, can, can you also Biden allow people? Uh-huh. Biden is a, a bit further to the left than Trump is, uh, but I don't know if we're going to be able to pull him very hard. But like, he is a bit further to the left, you know. So there's that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. It's just like it's like and and a lot of these people like to say stuff about how your vote, you know, there's this debate about if your vote is a collective act or if it's an if it's an individual act. And a lot of the people who are saying it's an individual act, I do see a lot of those people also putting a lot of energy into shaming people who say that they're going to basically hold the hold their nose and vote for Biden, um, which come on, let let them do it. Like it's it's fine, guys. You know what I really hate? I had a a conversation with someone. about yeah we were just like randomly talking Uh, i was like after the the kamala uh announcement Mm -hmm. um and i was just like kind of even i wasn't even like going and i was like kind of just generally like criticizing right and and this person was like wait this now is not the time to criticize you shouldn't criticize yeah no it's like bro shut the fuck up like that's not true like yeah you should always be criticizing these people on yeah. both sides, constantly. And, and 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 during the primary is particularly the time when, kind of like Justin said, he's the furthest left he's ever going to be right now, and totally. that's be- that's because of that's because of activist groups pushing him. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, especially like if you especially have to give room, like we were saying, to like the people whose lives are not going to be better uh, under Biden, or like like yeah, from from definitely. me specifically, it was like. Uh, like, you know, if people of that same kind of like uh, ethnicity or, or group is like criticizing them for, um, right. for like these things that they should be criticized on, it's weird for like white people, which I see a lot of to be like, don't criticize them. Right. Yeah. No, we have to be critical right. of all of the poli- all of them. That's definitely, yeah, that's yeah, part of the I deal. Think, <laughs> absolutely. You know, I, I think part of that, right. It like comes to like, as well, like calling out when bernie's wrong about shit you know yeah uh, totally yeah. which i think we should be happy to do which is part of the reason why the whole like bernie says vote for biden thing just is not super per- persuasive to me it's like i don't actually yeah, really totally. care what bernie says about that right well and that's um, the that battle that was always the thing that kind of exposed the fact that i mean all these all these liberals were talking about how like you know bernie like oh bernie bros and it's like a cult and then like yeah. bernie <laughs> bernie bernie said vote for biden and then everyone was just like, like no, fuck you. And you know what, bro. though? I will, like, I will say, Bernie did always say that he was going to do that. So I never was, no, I never was surprised by that. And, and but. So, so here's the thing about like uh, Bernie saying he's going to vote for Biden and Noam Chomsky saying he's going to vote for Biden. I'm like, cool. Like, that's fine. You know, like Bernie is a millionaire senator. Like, uh-huh. uh, exactly. Like, uh, like Noam Chomsky is also a millionaire professor, world famous. Like, um, oh. and like even like I, I'm not going to criticize Angela Davis like very harshly at all because I think she's a gem and I think that she does like inc- has done incredible work her entire life. Um, but also like she is not in like the same class that we are anymore. You know, she's like a famous like she's she's rich. She got a bunch of money from book deals and like like professorships and shit. You know, so it's like. 
yeah, y'all y'all vote for for who, whoever you want, right? Like that's I think that's fine, that's good. And like if Bernie wants to get reelected, he has to say he's voting for Joe. And like, um, that's fine. Like, but that doesn't change the position I'm in. You know, like yeah, it, yeah. It literally also like either like for the most part, like whoever wins is it's not going to affect them at all. Yeah. No, no, it really yeah. isn't. Like they're gonna they're gonna all be fine. So. Trump is returning to the campaign trail. He's hitting the old dusty what, trail. What uh what could be better the than the Oregon this? Trail? Um last week we didn't know if Trump was still uh was still going to be here at this point, but uh <laughs> uh he is. Um, Unfortunately, he held a rally. He held a rally uh tonight. And um did you guys see any any footage from the rally? Bro, was that the one oh, where I did? Yeah, where he kind of came out as gay, I think. That's no. what people are saying. <laughs> came yeah. out as bi, dude. Come on. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. He came out as bi. <laughs> he uh, he said he feels extremely powerful, um, and that he would come he would come into the crowd and and he would kiss everybody. He well, he uh, said like, he actually, made a very specific point to say men also. He did, yeah. No, no he didn't yeah. say men also. He said I will kiss all the men and all the also men. Yeah. the beautiful ladies. Well, aren't we? Isn't this right? <laughs> Women were an afterthought. On this one. Yeah, right? isn't this uh, isn't this right after coming out day though? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of maybe he's trying to make sense. Um, he's trying to get the liberal vote. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, LGBT, LGBT for Trump. Isn't there a picture of him holding like the the LGBT yeah. flag and it says like LGBT uh, for Trump? I think it was I'm like sure LGBT like, for Trump. Yeah, it, does, it, says, it says LGBTs. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's awesome. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Dude. That's so funny. Idiot. Oh my god. Um, yeah. No. The, I mean the the he looks insane at the rally. Like he he looks like he's he fucking. He's either he's high on life or he's high on something else, you know. But oh, dude, he, he's he, fucking getting injections. I'm sure he, he probably yeah. is. It probably is so. a little bit of both of kind of the high of getting to kind of come back and do what he loves most, which is mm-hmm. kind of to uh, fan the flames of racism and misogyny oh, yeah. and xenophobia at his rallies and have people mm-hmm. kind of cheer about that. Um, but yeah. then also that he definitely is on drugs. There's no way. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he said he was done with with like his treatment. But there's no way. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, he said that no, no. Yeah. Did, um, did Did you guys see him dancing to the YMCA song? No, but no. that further oh. makes me think that he is gay. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> also, just just to let, just. Just to make this perfectly clear, I'm not straight, so I can make whatever fucking jokes I want. I just, okay. just for our listeners. Yeah, also, um, you know, I, I haven't come out to everyone that I know, so sorry if this is how you find out, but I, I'm also not straight. So. I never thought about that, but I straight up have not also, I think only like my close friends know that I'm not straight, but. Yeah, it's like, well, you Trump know, inspired find me, out. Trump inspired me to come out. I guess now I know what it feels like to be excluded. Trump made me gay. As yeah, a white, fuck straight, you, Tyler. Cis <laughs> well, I th- I'm the only one here that's not white. So, wait, Justin, you're white, right? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm about quite white. I, yeah. Um. So, and part of Trump's uh, return, if if you will, his return to public life, uh, involved a Fox News medical evaluation. Um, oh my god. That's. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, can so I, when you told me that this, this was going to happen, because there, there was talk of this maybe going live for this. I wanted to go I'm live glad we for didn't. This. I'm glad we didn't. Because I'm glad we didn't, too. I was thinking that he was going to be like, there was going to be like doctors, like, you know, 
taking his temperature and yes. hitting him over the knee yeah. for reflexes and like measuring his head and like right. things like that. Yeah, not the case. No, 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 that was not the case at all. Um, it was kind of pitched as a medical evaluation and it kind of turned out to just be like a campaign ad. Um, yep. it was, can I, it was, there, yeah, this is just the most insane shit. Like, um, it was, cause it was built as a medical examination. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I think importantly, uh, so Trump is holding rallies right now and we actually don't even know if he has COVID or not because no one has seen a test. I'm kind of pilled on this whole situation. I don't believe it. Sure. Yeah, I don't fucking yeah, believe it. Yeah, maybe he hasn't. No I don't fucking know. Yeah. No way. I don't believe it. Fucking. And it's like. I it, hope it, you're it, right. <laughs> that's what i'll say um because this has been a little disappointing it was uh <laughs> last week we were i we were kind of on fire and now it's kind of uh, i will say really like and I, th- I, I think i probably said it last week too is uh you know if anything good came out of this it's it's the memes the memes <laughs> i've got them all screenshotted they're not going anywhere they will be there i'll show my i'll show them to my grandkids exactly we'll keep them in the the uh sheeple's army meme vault so, but what? So, what did this medical fake faux medical examination actually turn into? So, so it was it was it was Fox News doctor Mark Siegel, um, and and I he gave, say, that sounds like a fake name. Yeah. So, so he gave Trump a remote medical evaluation. So it was like, you know, over the computer, um, and this was on Tucker Carlson's show. And um, importantly, two strikes too, already. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, fucking like Tucker Carlson said on his show that because Trump has COVID, he was really trying hard not to say this explicitly, but because Trump has COVID, they couldn't send a Fox News crew there. So they actually used, right. you know, this is supposedly what happened. They had to do that. So they actually just used the White House camera crew. So they like had like a fire, like they had a long, um, like a long, long distance lens and shit. Like so it makes him look better than he is and everything. Like, yeah, <laughs> some bullshit. Like, Definitely. Um, and and basically, uh, this uh, Mar- this Doctor Siegel just kind of threw Trump like a bunch of softball questions. Um, like it was it was just like it was like oh What's like, your name yeah like how are you? <laughs> yeah exactly it's like <laughs> like how are you doing, Mister President? And like oh yeah like I know the Democrats are the worst, aren't they? Like it was like <laughs> that, that was like what we what you were basically watching here. Um, it's insane. Trump in the first like two minutes of this this evaluation, Trump called COVID the China virus. Classic. Um, says oh yeah you know what he he said he didn't have any trouble breathing even though we know that he was given supplemental oxygen twice. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then also like another like st- stupid question he he asks him, "Did you want to leave earlier? Like did you want to leave the hospital earlier?" It's like, "Oh, yeah, definitely. I was feeling great." Like, "Come on, dude." Yeah. Why is this person it's, a doctor? Yeah, exactly. Maybe I can get in the medical school, medical school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Ben Carson did it. Yeah, that's Ooh. true. Um Ben Carson is Siegel somehow an incredible neurosurgeon yeah i don't know it's yeah um trump was talking about how oh my god he was talking about how he could hear he could hear the people screaming and shouting with love from outside the hospital that he was barricaded in even though it's like a highly secure like you know military hospital or whatever and then so that was how they kind of made the determination that he has to go out and at least wave to the people, right? He's gotta and, wave. And, and that's where we got the uh, the motorcade situation from. Um, so and and so the way that they before this happened though, 
the way that they kind of like so they go back to the way that they shot this on fox they go back to tucker in the news in the newsroom uh and he kind of gives a a rundown of what they're going to talk about next and and he and he says that um you know dr siegel is going to ask him about the motorcade thing and 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 then and then tucker describes it as the one the media told you endangered his staff interesting so tucker presents this as if there's about to be some revelation that we all didn't know about that is going to prove that trump didn't actually endanger his staff when he when he forced them to get into a hermetically sealed suv while he had covid um and uh ultimately uh that's not what happened (laughs) um no, Basically, Tucker Carlson just talks that way. He like has yeah. permanent like uh, someone. I think I'm stealing his joke from Twitter, but uh, they use permanent. Do you know who my dad is? Energy, right? That's yeah. Sick. Well, yeah. So um, and and so Trump Trump's Trump's quote on the staff, the situation with you know his staff that were in the SUV with him, he says, the people in were protected. They were very heavily protected. Because at the time, I guess I would have been positive, but they were very, very protected. This this guy said at the time, I guess I was positive. This is like this is like two days after he was hospitalized. <laughs> yeah, like, fake news. Even like steroids, you know. Like, yeah, um, and it's like yeah, we were literally able to see into the car. Like they were just, all they were wearing was just, masks. They were not yeah. heavily protected. <laughs> it was N95 masks and goggles. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Like they were not protected. They were not wearing like hazmat suits or something. Fucking embarrassing. Yeah. It really, yeah. But he said really that is. they basically, the way he presented it was that they were on board with it because they knew like, yeah, we got to go. Obviously you have to go out and, and wave to the people. No, right. they were not on board with it. Like I saw, no, um, yeah, like they're like crying yeah. under their goggles. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the president have to, have is to mean quarantine to me. <laughs> two weeks now. Can't go see their families, probably. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you know, you could just quit your fucking job. That would be cool. You know, whatever. I don't. I don't need to be shitting on Secret Service agents right now, but that's for a later episode. But um, sure. <laughs> You know, it's like are they cops? Do we consider Secret Service cops? They're cops. They're absolutely yeah, they're cops. cops. They're are definitely they cops? cops. They protect yeah. Donald Trump's life. They're definitely cops. Yeah. But what cops. if it's like not Donald Trump? Are the, are those Secret Service still considered cops? I mean, I mean yeah. I think they're, also, they're, do you they, have to be a cop to be Secret Service? I don't know. I you have don't to, think you're so. pretty much FBI. Like it's yeah. You're it's like, like another level of cop. You're like a super. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like a super cop. It yeah. is. It's like RoboCop. Um, Oh God! Super soldier. Um. So, and the doctor also towards the end of the interview, the doctor asks him how he would feel about doing a debate um on outside on Miami Beach, uh for like one of the next debates since there's been a lot of controversy over if there should be another debate while he has COVID. Um. And then Trump kind of went on to complain about the debate commission commission and say that they've like been very unfair to him or whatever. Uh, doesn't want to debate remotely because you can't do a debate over the computer. You have to, um, whether you have COVID or not, you have to do a debate in person. But you can um, get a medical. It's in the Constitution. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, that was like the first thing that says in the Constitution. <laughs> no and, Zoom and then, uh, and then the doctor, <laughs> yeah. and then the doctor just to, just to wrap up the like ultimate softball interview, just goes, "All right, Mr. President, I'm going to give you the final word." <laughs> 
which norm fun. normally if you're doing it if you're doing that it, that would be after like a like an actual discussion where someone was pressed on like issues and asked actual questions about how they acted mm -hmm. like or something but this or something Right. This was just like if I had a conversation with TJ about like how his day was, and then I said, "All right, TJ, I'm going to give you the final word." Like, <laughs> that's essentially like what we had here. Polite. I'm going to say that every time I get off the phone with somebody. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you the final word. <laughs> um, and the doctor, and and so Trump, as he's as he's getting his final word in, uh, Trump talks about how again that the virus came from China. Uh, that it never should have gotten here, and the the doctors literally just sitting like nodding along, like yeah, definitely okay for sure. Um, so this was uh, this was quite a sham, um, of expected proportions from Fox News, I suppose though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Classic. no, it's yeah, one hundred percent in line with everything else they do, which is like not yeah. substantive and um, entirely for you know. To fill media space so that Trump looks good. Yeah, but also let's not forget that Tucker Carlson is highly likely to lead a right populist uh, revolution in the coming years. Yeah, uh, fucking like <laughs> it's gonna be if if Trump loses, it's gonna be Tucker Tucker Carlson twenty twenty four. So yeah, and actually, uh, the New York Times did kind of a, a nice little analysis of uh, how much Trump's care for COVID nineteen would have costed most people. Uh -huh. Um, and they came out with I mean, it would have been about a hundred thousand dollars for anybody else, um, and that includes like you know he got two helicopter rides right those could have dude that's that's like uh, most like that the average helicopter uh, I know this because like I would like to work in uh, like an air ambulance right. but the average cost of one of those things is is anywhere from like twelve to twenty five thousand dollars one way. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, they sucks. they had calculated that his uh, for for both trips it would have been like around forty, maybe a little more, forty thousand. Yeah, um, crazy, almost yeah. half. Yeah, and so obviously this dude is like making videos about how like yeah, don't let the virus, don't don't be worried about the virus, guys. Um, seniors, you're not vulnerable. Usually you're vulnerable. With this, you are like something just very like confusing that makes no yeah. sense that nobody yeah, can really he's, decipher. He's saying that he's gonna give but people everyone just get fucking rock hard over uh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. totally. Like, like he's saying he's gonna give this like cure to everybody, and that's just not gonna happen. Um, no, no, it's if not. If it did happen, happen, that would be. What's cool, it called? Maybe? Is it Regeneron? Regeneron, Regeneron I think. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I am not taking anything called Regeneron. Yeah, he's, well, he's gonna send it. He's gonna send it to you for free. You're gonna have to take it, man. Yeah. Mandatory vaccines. Uh, I'm not taking that shit, bro. Um, okay. God, yo, man. what's amazing this about this? This end of days. Yeah, what's 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 incredible is that Regeneron is made using. I think I believe it's a, a fetal stem cell therapy. Um, oh, so perfect. Ooh. Right. Which is insane, like fucking, like he, like you know, evangelicals are still gonna support him though. He should have denied oh, yeah. that. He should have denied the treatment because he's since he's so you know he has such a history of being committed to, you know, it's being pro life. life. So and and most of the data that the New York Times cited for this analysis uh, comes from this this uh, this organization called Fair Health. Um, and I'm just gonna read a few. They've basically got the the median charges for different age groups. I'll just read like from a few of them because there's a lot. They've they've got it broken down kind of into a lot of different age groups. But for people from zero to eighteen, the median charge 
for for a corona a coronavirus hospitalization is forty eight thousand seven hundred thirty seven dollars. That's the median. Um, that's the median charge. Yeah. Um, wow. Another age uh, thirty one to forty is uh, forty two thousand five hundred four dollars. <sighs> Uh, 61 to 70 is 65,118. And then people over 70 is $93,459. So, so like what people pay obviously varies, you know, depending upon like what insurance they have, um, you know, obviously, and then like how long they're in the hospital, things like that. Right. Um, but that's, that's kind of, that's the, the median charge broken down by age. Um, and obviously we know not everybody has either either people have really shitty health insurance that doesn't cover anything uh, or they don't they don't have health insurance at all right um so people have gotten i mean there's there's been people have gotten bills for like over a million dollars there's been like some those are those are like very specific like horror stories but that has happened you know yeah that's and I mean, that's really like a, that's generally like a, that's like a thing. That's like a phenomenon that, that happens in our society is like every week yeah. there's a news story, like person gets $500,000 bill for like it's cavity removal or something. Well, it's like, also like we, the United States know. spends more money on healthcare than anywhere else. And then it yeah. also has like the least amount of people covered. It's like fucking right. Amazing. For sure. Yeah, that, that, exactly. That's one reason why I'm not like totally sympathetic to the whole like Joe Biden is going to expand healthcare coverage argument because he's not really like he is a little yeah. bit. There will be some more people covered and that is a good thing. But like um, like ultimately, like he's just like reinforcing uh, what Obamacare did by adding a public option. Right. You're like just like further going further down the road of just like corporate handouts um you're like like sure heavily subsidizing yeah. to something private it's just like not not that, a good way to do it that makes sense yeah uh, i mean i guess like the the counter to that would just be that like trump is is going to support getting rid of you know yeah. pre, pre-existing condition protection and those medicaid expansions i mean the medicaid expansions yeah. are like it's it's like it's like 12 million people and, and pre-existing conditions is like over 100 million people right um, yeah, and that, and, sure. that, and that's and that's one of the things that actually the the New York Times kind of points that out in this in this piece, which is that so now that you know COVID is going to be considered a, a pre-existing condition or, or rather having had COVID, since mm-hmm. we know that there are like permanent you know impacts lung on people's damage. health, lung yeah. damage, etc. That's going to be a pre-existing condition now. So that's another kind of. You know, that throws another thing in there, which where if mm-hmm. if the uh, Affordable Care Act goes away, it's going to be hard for a lot of people. And I mean, a lot of these people, as we've you know kind of just seen, have had to pay thousands of dollars for these hospitalizations. And if they lose their uh, their health insurance, that's I mean, it's obviously it's going to be it's that bad. much worse. Although, yes, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree, Justin, that like we've you know, yeah, the Affordable Care Act is a nightmare. It's trying to solve. Uh, something within a market that absolutely should not and cannot and will not be mm-hmm. solved that way, right? Kind of crazy. Yeah. There's nowhere else in the world we can look to to uh, people <laughs> that might have solved this situation, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, and, can't I, be done. Can't yeah, be done. no, we have in and just like an insane system. Um, I mean, I I remember at the beginning of the sort of at the beginning of the pandemic when everything was shutting down and and that kind of that coincided with um you know the end of the bernie campaign right and part of that was that bernie dropped out because he or bernie didn't want people to come out in wisconsin he he's he was he's well and like you know 
it's it's like I'm sure it was a, it was a hard decision for him to make and and I wish he were still in the race but obviously I, I think that he really did just genuinely feel bad about the idea of of telling people to go out and vote when he doesn't know if it's safe because remember yeah. like this was even the point when like we didn't even really know like how easily it spread necessarily. Yeah. Everything was just shutting down and everyone was buying as much like toilet paper as they could, which like this seems like it was a lot longer ago than it was. Um, but so I Six and like I, I I understand like from his perspe- perspective, he you know, this was after Super Tuesday and he lost, you know, he, he had kind of lost a lot of states and Biden had picked up a lot of uh, a lot of delegates. Um, but yeah, and Biden told everybody to go vote and that was fucked up. Um, but yeah. but I do remember kind of thinking Obama like specifically tried to do that to put pressure on Bernie, which is bullshit. Yeah, agreed. It was it was fucking dirty. Yeah, the, the the and obviously we know the whole process with the primary was you know not any different, right? Um, but, so here's my thing. Sorry, if you if you got a point to make, you can do that before I make. Well, it. no, it just related to this this COVID thing was that we literally so okay the situation we were in was. We just had a Democratic primary play out where I think pretty undoubtedly the most contentious issue was healthcare, right? It was this it was this question of like, does everybody deserve to have healthcare? Or do we maintain a system where some people just don't have healthcare and never will, right? Are we okay with that? That was and that that primary was over. The the uh, the party establishment and generally the media had had consolidated support around this one candidate who did not support single payer right and then we had a and and then at at the same time we had a health crisis where everyone was was asked to stay home if they could all non-essential people were asked to stay home and because of this people were losing their jobs and therefore losing their employer provided private health insurance so you had people losing their health insurance in the middle of a fucking pandemic and it just like totally exposed so like how just like asinine our system is, right? Um, yeah, so fucking just, embarrassing. 100%. Yeah, you just... know, and it's like it's anyone who's had like a, a chronic medical condition, you know, knows this. Like it, it absolutely yeah. sucks, right? Even trying to get basic totally. care sucks. Um, like, Dude, I, you yeah, know, I, I, I'm not covered at all. Yeah, I, that sucks. That's bullshit. I don't know? think that I, I think that there's like in the last. I don't know, since I was, I don't know, 20 maybe, or like, I think maybe the last time I was covered when I was like 18, but you know, I was covered for like a year basically in the last like five years. Jesus, dude. That sucks. Like, yeah, I mean, there was a a significant chunk of time over these past like two years that I wasn't covered either. Um, And like, I, you know, I'm on like anxiety meds and shit and I like had to stop taking them cold turkey several times because I couldn't afford to get my pills without insurance, you know? Yeah, it sucks. I was in that position where I was like making too much to get like, uh, like state health insurance, but not enough to basically afford insurance. Yep. Uh, Right. Yep. Which is insane, you know? And like, like... I don't know. I I have a lot of feelings about this election. You know, I like in in some ways, hot take. You know, I I, I do feel a little sold out by Bernie. Um, uh-huh. Like you know, I I appreciate all he's done to like push people to the left. I think that's all really great. But I think at the end of the day, Bernie was never really going to risk his career. Yeah, and and well, and I think that also people have kind of pointed this out too that like um, he. 
was the one really bearing the brunt of a lot of the media attacks on him, which were mm -hmm. countless stuff about him. I mean, it's really like stuff about him helping Trump. Right. And we know that Bernie really does like on every level, personal, political, he hates Trump. Right. Definitely. And so he probably hates being told that like he's was helping this guy, which he was not. Right. And, and all this stuff about like, oh, the Russians, the Russians helped Bernie. No, the rush, the any any level of, of Russian involvement was just like them making like Facebook pages where they talked about racism and like they they talked about things that were actually real. Those don't mean that we shouldn't actually care about those things. Right. Yeah. So, so, and he, he bore the brunt of a lot of it and, and stuff about, you know, uh, he, it's because of him that Trump won because, you know, uh, he didn't get behind Hillary soon enough, even though he campaigned vigorously for her and held event after event, even after getting yeah. shat on by all these fucking losers in the Democratic I mean, it, Party. It's, right? it's bullshit and it's like not okay. Yeah. And it's fucked up. But like he knew that's exactly what was happening. Right. But like before, the election he said they're gonna throw everything at us and it's not gonna be easy but we're gonna go for it you know um, right before the and before actually, the primary you mean before the primary yeah 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 and, yeah and, totally it, and if you like actually give a shit right if you're actually leading a people's revolution or whatever right you don't mm -hmm. just like pack it up and then go back to your fucking summer house on the lake right like sure that's bullshit you know um uh this is that's mm. like this is just like my opinion is that like when it comes down to it is bernie sanders one of us or is he one of them he's a senator like he's a united states senator and he cares more about being reelected than actually sure. building like a strong base of political power for working people which would be like well, establishing like a third party or something well okay do you think that he his election is ever in, really in question in his senate seat though i think that if like you think I, but then he's just doing this because he wants to which i think maybe well, is even worse like <laughs> no no no. Well, what i'm saying is that i think that he has actually um the attacks have gotten to him um like on a personal level like on an mm -hmm. emotional level like being told all these like horrible things getting yelled at by by like i said all these fucking establishment like corporate clowns whatever. right whatever i think that like, that's actually gotten to him He's like he's the dude in the chair, right? He's the guy with the power. If you're not up to the task of fighting that shit, then resign. Like, um, sure, yeah, you know, it's like there's, you know, in my opinion, there's no excuse, right? If you're like, if you're like personally, like, you're giving up, well, that's great. Like, you know, you're gonna be fine, right? Bernie is gonna be fine, right? And I totally. do like him. Yeah, I voted I for him twice, but like, he's not in mm -hmm. danger, and like, we are. So. Right. My, yeah. my, like my main criticism like throughout the primary was that he was never tough on really anybody mm -hmm. any of those yeah. candidates uh he never with, laid a hand on biden of, which is insane no he really he really did and biden i mean i guess a lot of the like kind of lower tier candidates were going harder after biden um yeah bernie Notably was hard on bernie might have been hardest on bloomberg honestly um which is good right. but uh and pete he was pretty hard on pete sure yeah which was good too but i mean yeah like by he he know he really didn't he really didn't touch biden he knew that like the media was gonna try to like fucking consolidate around biden and like the dnc was gonna try yeah. to consolidate around biden and that if he wanted to have like any chance of you know getting anything passed or whatever that he'd have to play along right that's what i that that is what i think happened as well yeah totally and i, I um, think like this kind nice. of like sorry what were you saying tyler mm -hmm. No, yeah, just it would have been nice to see him really, uh, really go for it. Definitely. 
I, you know, I think this like just kind of brings us to the point of like um, how detrimental to actually winning the goals that we want to see is it to just like throw in all cash in on all of our political power every four years to tell people to vote for the lesser of two evils, right? Like, does voting for Joe Biden bring us meaningfully closer to like a mass political awareness that we were going to need if like there's actually going to be like enough direct action disruption or whatever to actually change? Shit? Like, sure, but 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 does Biden losing bring us any closer to that? You know, like no, probably like. And I mean, I think um, it brings us, I, and, and and like I personally think it brings us further. And that, like, again, yeah, I, I think know that's, that's probably like, right. That's my perspective. Yeah, like. But like I don't really know, right? Like there's no there's no way of knowing what happens in 2024 and there's also like no way of knowing like what happens in a um in a US where Trump wins but then the Republicans lose the Senate, right? Um sure. So I think I guess, like it, yeah. it would be bad if Trump won, but I I you know, I don't think we can read the future on like what is going to be better 15 years from now, you know. Mhm. Personally. Yeah. Yeah, I guess um I guess that that's the argument that I've seen made basically, which is that if you want to, if you want to make this argument that like the lesser of two evils is, is a useless thing that we, that we shouldn't engage in, mm -hmm. you would have to come up with some kind of reasoning behind why Biden losing brings us closer to yeah. Yeah. that. That's, and, and I haven't personally, mm -hmm. I haven't seen an argument that, that, satisfies me on that and totally. like because again that's a good i fucking i don't like biden like and and mm -hmm. i i feel i feel lucky that i that i don't live in a swing state and i don't i don't even feel like i have to vote for him or anything totally um but uh yeah i i just totally yeah. no i mean i think i think that is a really really good point um i think that like you're right right and like in most likely the world will be better under a Biden administration than a Trump administration. Um, but like, I'm not sure like how good that take is going to look if like Tucker Carlson wins in 2024, for example, you know? Yes. Like, okay. But, but then, and, so, and so, there's that, so, there's that too, but so, then if, but then, uh -huh. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go hear ahead. me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, sure. <laughs> no, I get this is like, this is fraught, you know, but um, the other thing about it is that like, what does it look like when the Biden administration is tear gassing people and like sicking mm -hmm. dogs on people like they did at fucking Standing Rock and deporting people like they did throughout the entire uh, Obama Biden admin and like launching drone strikes and all that other shit. Right. And um, totally like what happens when it's a Democrat doing that. Right. And suddenly we have like all of these people who have been telling us that they're our fucking allies this whole time saying to just like shut up and, you know, accept the beating commie you know <laughs> like, yes that, that I, i'm not i'm not convinced that's a good thing for us that totally. definitely ex that exposes ob an obvious blatant hypocrisy among yeah. liberals right i i will say with the tucker 2024 thing and, and i think people have pointed this out too because i've heard that argument right that essentially it just keeps getting worse right um and that yeah. might happen regardless and, and and that's that's what I'm I guess what I'm kind of saying. If Trump wins and then Trump is out in 2024, there's no reason to think that the candidate that runs is going to be any better, right? And I, I think there's actually good reason to think that if uh, Biden wins this time, uh, yeah, could be Tucker 2024. And then if but if Trump wins this time, it could be fucking Tucker uh, 
but he's like on steroids 2024. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just, mm-hmm. there's no reason to think that Biden sets the stage for a, another right-wing fascist any more than Trump does. I would disagree with that, actually. Um, because because people, because of like disaffection with neoliberal, like nothingness, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, 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 I would say that like, yeah. you know, I, I don't want Trump to win. I'm not a fucking accelerationist. I don't think that's what's best for the country. But right. Um, because it, it, like, and who, I I do agree I do agree with that point right because I've I've yeah. said before like yeah but the the Obama Biden administration bears a lot of responsibility for the fact yeah. that Trump happened right because what, they so, promised change yeah. and then they didn't fucking yeah, they didn't exactly really, they didn't deliver in sufficiently here's the right? thing that's gonna fucking happen it's the exact same thing that happened in um. 2008 right when obama was first elected he was elected because he promised to change shit or because people believed he was going to change shit and people had this idea that it was going to be different than the war criminal bush years uh right and and then it was nothing the changed and, and then it got and he absolutely destroyed of- in the midterms right and like right. so like what right. is what is better for for the country like long term hypothetically a situation in which trump wins re-election and there's a democratic house and a democratic senate or a situation in which Biden wins the presidency, wins maybe the House of Representatives, yeah, wins the House of Representatives, maybe doesn't win the Senate, and then the House of Representatives goes to Republicans in a couple of years when like people remember that Biden's full of shit. Like that sure. looks bad, you know? That looks really bad. I guess none of it looks good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, I just have no idea what the future holds. So I'm not sure. I'm not saying what will be better. I yeah no that's yeah none of us know right let's see what else do we have going on you guys yeah some really crazy news this week um and like this should be a much bigger story like I'm I'm actually like really infuriated <laughs> that uh-huh. this did not get like a lot of media attention but ice Everything has I feel like none almost none Agreed. yeah it was I think getting like media hits for about six hours at the beginning of the week and that was it um but like so ice has like changed their policy there was like a federal court injunction that was preventing them from just skipping immigration hearings entirely uh for people who like supposedly uh, couldn't prove they were in the u.s for like uh the last two years right um, and i say supposedly because we know that's bullshit because we know that tr- truly like way way too fucking many citizens get deported every year um and so like this is just gonna make that a lot worse right and what they're saying is that um so they like tried to institute this policy there's a federal court injunction in 2019 the injunction just got lifted so actually starting like probably next week they're going to uh very quickly just deport a bunch of people and like no one's no one's fucking talking about it because like People don't actually give a shit, right? Because if, if, if like politicians actually gave a shit, they would have said something like years and years ago, right? Like the like doctor who was performing hysterectomies on women um, without their consent started doing that under the fucking Obama Biden administration, um, mm-hmm. right? Obama Biden, like they deported more people than any president in history, including Trump. Yeah. Um, so like. You know, this is bad, right? There, there are immigration proceedings where they're like, you know, like 150, 200 people packed into a courtroom and they have a mass immigration hearing. Like that yeah. is bad. Or, so like this or, is this is a step a, in a bad direction, but it's or already it's a horrible. child. Yeah. Or it's they like a like child, two year old, three year old kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like it's 
monstrous. It's completely fucked, you know? And, like, DHS uh, released uh, new guidance, actually, this week. Um, new policy that anytime someone wants to come to the U.S., anytime someone enters the U.S., they're going to do fucking, like, biometric data analysis, like voice scans, palm scans, retinal scans, <sighs> DNA tests, um, paternity tests for ki- people with kids. Like, right. Um, and like, oh, you know, like you're not going to hear this shit on MSNBC, like <laughs> they don't actually no. care at all. No. Yeah, they don't. Um, and it's like, yeah, this was a thing uh, where it was happening under Obama and we really didn't hear about it. Um, nope. And it is true when conservatives point out you didn't care that it was happening under Obama. Why do you care now? Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I mean, that doesn't make it okay either way, right? Because obviously conservatives don't care. Conservatives don't care. care. Um, (laughs) They like it. But they're at least upfront about it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, they're all white supremacists if they're allowing this shit to go on, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the evil you know. Yeah. Um, exactly. and then there was this, so the, in, this is this, this, uh, Buzzfeed article, it, it says something about, so it says in the last week, ICE officials have revealed billboards of immigrants released from local custody in Pennsylvania in attempt to strike back at cities with so-called sanctuary policies. Dude, insane. Um, yeah. This is really, they're literally like they're calling for vigilante violence against people. Basically. Yeah. Right? yeah. Stoking fear about, you know, this idea of like undocumented murderers, which is like, that's been the Trump administration's thing, right? I mean, like, uh, I yep. remember the, the State of the Union having family members of people who were killed by an undocumented mm-hmm. person. And it's like... Yeah, I think they were trying like, to call them angel families. Undocumented yeah. people are disproportionately less likely to commit crimes like murder, to commit violent crimes. Um, there yeah, is no, no shit, because they don't want to be fucking yeah. kicked yeah. out. Yeah, They don't want to be yeah. found out. They're trying to lay low. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. Like, they don't come here to uh, murder people. <laughs> it's like what? Well, also <laughs> here's the thing. Like, especially like I mean, this is also coming from someone whose like family lives in Mexico, and like obviously, like the Mexican government is very fucked up. Mm-hmm. And people do people do come over, and like there's a cartel in the United States, and that's the thing. But as far as like petty criminals and things like that, like you can do that in Mexico. But there's no right. need to cross over the border to to do that. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's just a uh, it's just a fear tactic, right? And the Trump administration has been. This is one thing I think we've all kind of agreed. The Trump administration has been particularly awful in this regard, right? In terms of immigration yeah. and like just refugees and horrendous asylum yeah. seekers, etc. They have absolutely yeah. been it, it, well. Okay, they've been they've been particularly bad, at least in terms of stoking fears domestically, right? Because, yeah. yes. like you said, Justin, yeah, Obama deported more people even than Bush did, right? Um, but in and terms also, of, Obama bombed like more Muslim people than Bush. Yeah, the, the, a lot of the the uh, kind of the frame the like legal framework for the the uh, drone program was was expanded under the Obama yeah. administration. They were into that yeah we love that show. totally yeah they do um, like obama was sicking dogs and tear gas on indigenous people at standing rock, standing so rock. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah definitely they're not they're not better on obama like... one time <laughs> <God>. <laughs> thanks obama fucking <laughs> 
insane. And like liberals were defending it, like oh, without yeah. a doubt. And like you can better believe that shit's gonna be happening with Joe Biden too. Well, you like, can't you can't criticize Obama. Yeah, <laughs> like. You know the thing. The thing is, is Joe Biden literally gonna put Stephen Miller in charge of ICE or whatever? No, but is he gonna dismantle ICE? No. So like, does no, it? absolutely not. Really matter? Is is the problem with ICE Stephen Miller? No. Like, <laughs> he's not the yeah. biggest problem with that organization. That has been that. Or how old is ICE now? ICE is what fifteen years 2001, old. Two thousand one, right? Okay, two thousand one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two thousand one, yeah. two thousand two, or something. Yep. Uh, could it, we could get rid of it and nobody would fucking notice except for all the people who are getting fucked over. Yeah, it's um, not like this giant thing that's ingrained in like yeah. you know or, America's or history protecting anybody or whatever. Yeah, um, I think the people who would notice most were all the people who weren't being disappeared. Right, those are the yeah. ones who would notice. I don't know, guys. I think Biden might abolish ICE and then he might abolish the FBI. And then I think he's going to make I mean, according to Trump, he's going to. Yeah, exactly. And then he's going to abolish the CIA. Um, and we're going to have... As commun- I heard the... We're going to have Comrade Biden. I heard Biden loves anarchists. Yeah. Do not say <laughs> Comrade on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Come on, Comrade. Come on, uh, Comrade. <laughs> comrade Biden is going to abolish the CIA and the military-industrial oh. complex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Joe. Um and it's gonna Sleepy be, Joe. but it's gonna be Harris behind the scenes pulling all the strings on that. She's, it is, it. Dude. since he is kind of beholden to the radical left agenda. She's um, notorious for so, hating ICE. Yeah, yeah. Kamala <laughs> Harris is kind of famously uh, also beholden to the radical left, similar to like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Um, yeah, Nancy hates cops. Yeah, yeah. Very much. They are very much beholden to the uh, communist agenda. Thank God. States. Yeah. As a, as God. as a, as a KGB sleeper, let me just say, you know, it's a big relief. God. <laughs> God. I knew it. Um, <laughs> God damn. Uh, what else happened? Uh, happened recently, you guys. The fucking Pinkerton security guard oh, killed yeah, somebody. Man. God, right. yeah, the Denver shooting. What yeah. a shit show going on. This has yeah. been a crazy week. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is like pretty similar to, to what happened in Portland. Yeah, um, we have like another situation where someone was bear macing someone and then mm-hmm. they got shot. Um, I, I think this was last Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Um, it was uh, so there. It was a police support counter protest, um, and uh, what's his name, Lee Keltner. Uh, who he was there uh, in support of the police and there's loads of video. He, he was a victim in the situation. Um, but there's, there's videos of him like being very aggressive towards people yeah. and pushing up on people and yep. threatening to threatening to mace people. Um, and, in, and there's a particular video um, that is just, it's right before and, and the very beginning of the shooting where he's pushing up on someone um and and this person is you know defending themselves and and also getting aggressive and then uh the video kind of shifts a little bit um and lee kind of walks away and then you hear and you kind of see this you know him getting shot right um and basically what happened is there's this guy matthew dolloff who was originally identified as a um 
private security guard through uh, the company Pinkerton, which is like what a wild choice of name. I mean, I guess it makes sense for them, but but still, like it makes too know. much sense. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it makes too much sense. But basically, like he was there um, as a as a higher security guard for news teams, um, and they got in an altercation. Um, you know, Keltner kind of went to hit him. There's a photo of him hitting him and then spraying him with mace and then, mm-hmm. you know, Matthew shooting him. Yeah. Um, and he was, like I said, he was originally identified as a, as a Pinkerton security guard. Um, but that's not technically true. Uh, he would never had a license to work in, in Denver as a security guard. And he was actually hired through a third party. Um, to work for Pinkerton, um, and they're client, they're claiming that they never hired him directly, but that they are, you know, help, trying to help out as much as they can with the investigation. Uh, I don't think he's been charged well, yet. Well, that uh, is literally the same argument that Nike makes to absolve themselves from responsibility for their sweatshops. So yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and I, I was just gonna say too, as it turns out, Pinkerton actually contracts with Antifa. Um, and yeah. so they have kind of like a, a working relationship between Pinkerton and George Soros, who then Oof. provides the Antifa super soldiers to provide security for the news teams. That's right. Uh, well, that's, that's like one thing that I've seen. He raises all us. Seen a lot of. Yeah, no. There's people claiming this was Antifa. Exactly. Yeah, they really wanted it to be an Antifa guy, and um, it was just a fucking dude. Yeah, it's just a hired um, security guard. And like we kind of had this conversation before last time in Portland where there was, you know, almost the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in that situation, I, I kind of had the stance that I don't think that, you know, pepper spraying was, you know, necessarily deserve it of being shot. But in this situation, I, he kind of got what he was asking for. You know, he was being aggressive. Yeah, so, with a so bunch why of is other this people. different? He, oh, yeah. He, uh, you know, he assaulted. There's a photo of him assaulting. Uh, you know, this man, and then he, he got shot. Well, I think TJ is saying it's different because he also assaulted the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, and yeah. The thing is that macing somebody is also assault though. Yes. It is. Yeah. I agree with that. It is. But in most, in most, in in most situations, it's not deadly. Right. Well, so you don't buy mace to kill someone. I hear you, but so there, I have a couple things to say about this point. Like, one is that, like, it definitely can be deadly for somebody with, like, a respiratory illness or, like, a respiratory condition. Um, sure. And you don't really know, right? If you're spraying that in somebody's face, like, that could easily kill also, somebody and you just don't know. Uh, well, sure, but but if you shoot someone, you most likely know you're going to kill them. Right. Uh, yeah, and for like sure. I'm I mean, saying, guns I, are more I think illegal. in this situation, yeah, I mean, in this situation, I, the guy definitely got what he was asking for. Um, so I completely agree, but like my point is that, that both of them probably did, right? So like, as far as I'm concerned, like if you are a fascist and you are threatening people with mace or you are macing people, that is probably not like the limit to what you are willing to do. Um, and I, I think mean, like maybe, one yeah, thing, sure. I think one thing that we have to be like you know considerate of is that like if if the security guard had been maced or whatever and had been inca- incapacitated. Like the dude with the gun there, like what the fuck would that guy have done? That dude was like, yeah, out of well, control. Did, did, you know? did this guy have a gun as well? No, oh, I, don't, I, mean, I not, don't think he there did. Well, so there were two guns, right. but like uh, from what I read, there were two guns found at the scene. 
but uh, it wasn't clear if the the guy macing had a gun. Right. That's what but that's what my, I heard. Too. Yeah. To my knowledge, he was he just had he was just macing. He just maced it. Right. But like, here's the other thing: is that he was in a group of people that had like batons and knives and guns and shit. Right. Sure. So yeah. It's like totally. He's part of a mob, and he is macing somebody and assaulting people. So I'm kind of like it's the same shit, right? If you do that, like and somebody does not want to get maced or, you know, possibly killed, like, in my opinion, they absolutely have the right to, to shoot you. They arrested him on first-degree murder, which yeah. I was surprised even, seeing not that. Not even for the cop that killed, like, killed George Floyd. He didn't get fucking first-degree. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, I guess I would have to, like, I mean, first-degree, I mean, wouldn't it be, it wouldn't it be, like, something closer to, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know, like at least second or third degree or something that's not because isn't first degree like doesn't that entail some sort of like premeditated like yeah, premeditated. It's, it's premeditated yeah. most of the time. So I don't know. It's like, pretty crazy. That is insane. I don't think he's, he's been right. officially charged, though. I thought I that, that, that I thought that he was or he might have been. But from oh, when I was read, it was there was not an official. Is it, charge. Is it on suspicion of first degree? I, murder? Yeah, I, I think it's on. But suspicion why even would I don't know. That just sounds yeah. that's like a weird way to put it. Uh, I don't it's because police know. departments are, you know, right wing propaganda outfits. Right. Well, yeah, that's. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's just like, um, it's like fucking insane. You know, it's uh, from what I saw. Um, so like the video that I saw was this guy getting in an altercation with a left wing guy saying he was going to mace him, like th putting mace up in his, like right in his face, like acting like he was going to mace him, um, with like a dude with a knife and a baton, like right behind him. Um, and this is a dude with like, yeah, he does like, uh, like, you know, identity Europa tattoos and shit. Like this is like big, a kind of big dude. He had a, a bikers lives matter shirt on. Yeah. Um, not yeah, the like, coolest guy. Class definitely. A piece of shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And and so he was like fucking with this guy and this guy was like mace me, motherfucker, and, and was yeah. getting all up in his face. And so he like walked over and it, it wasn't even five seconds. Um, walked over to like where the security guard was for I think it was a Denver Post reporter was like being like guarded by the security guard. And I think the security guy was like, hey, back up. And he was like, oh, what are you going to do about it? And like slapped him in the face and then tried to mace him. And so like, you know. Well, so if that's how it happened, that is fucking insane that they picked this guy up yeah. so quickly. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably because they thought he was Antifa. That's why they were trying to fucking get him. Yeah. Apparently yeah. he's like a he's like a progressive dude or something. But like. I, I mean, so that's going to come up, obviously. Um, I'm sure. But did did y'all see that they that. were, they like, they, here's a, here's a space invaders tattoo on his wrist. And no. they were trying to say that this proves that he's Antifa because what, like fucking Banksy or whatever put up like space invaders oh. against racism or something. God. <laughs> they want that Dude, to be the narrative. Banksy and Soros together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely want the narrative to be uh, left-wing violence. So I haven't actually, you know what? Come to think of it, I haven't seen Trump say anything about this. Maybe I just, maybe I missed it though. But I haven't seen anything. Or his about brain it. is COVID fried. He's not thinking about much. <laughs> that's true. He's thinking other than what people are just like, you know, writing and putting right in front of him. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, just yeah, go, I mean, maybe uh, maybe he'll be talking about it soon because you know, going into the ele the election, obviously, he would love to. To have something like that to talk about, but oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could see the um, like right wing 
like personalities on Twitter are, are circling hot takes on it. So maybe in a couple oh, days sure. we'll see somebody pick it up. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out. There's no way they could th- this guy could be charged with first degree murder though. That makes that would be, zero sense. That would be very very surprised. Uh, yeah, that that makes it might, no sense. You know, uh, it's like yeah. You know, like what they actually do actually really has, has very little to do with what they get charged with. It's just like I think if, if there's one thing that we've seen in terms of like actual like quote unquote criminal justice, it's that it uh um <laughs> it's fucked up, you know, it doesn't work. <laughs> right. Should we end on something funnier? You got something funnier? For us to end on. I feel on. like something else happened this week that was just crazy. <laughs> that wasn't funny, that wasn't a funny conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh my ass off here. It's kind of lighthearted. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about Pinkertons. We did talk about Pinkertons. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got something. I got something. All right. Um, so uh, interesting story out of this week to wrap us up. Um, there is a uh, a tech startup um in Seattle called Command Site. That is producing, um, they have a military contract to produce augmented reality goggles for dogs. Wow. Damn, that's actually kind of sick. <laughs> Wait, so they're I mean, a startup it's... and they're just, this is what they want to do. They want to produce military goggles for dogs. Yeah. Well, is that guess... for training? So I think it's for a couple things. I don't know if they're, uh, they're a, a small business, but this is what they're a small business developed to do. Um, but the the stated purpose is so that um, like during like bomb sniffing missions and during like high risk situations, the command like the dogs like um, trainer or whatever can give it commands remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, that's you know, I'm sure they will use it for that, but they're also like a hundred percent gonna use it for like the thing they did in that one episode of Black Mirror where they had like, augmented reality and we're just like committing genocide but thought they were like killing monsters or whatever this is gonna be like that but like you're gonna look like a giant rabbit or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, dude dog's gonna fucking eat you up dude we're gonna it see might, I, there's gonna be like a there's gonna be like a news story like a now this or something like that where it's gonna be like wow you won't believe this amazing like cute little pooch look at it as it walks into a house where a drone strike just happened to be sure that there's no survivors it'll be like something like oh, yeah. that this military look pooch. at this brave dog <laughs> <laughs> he loves his commanding officer <laughs> <laughs> he loves us imperialism yeah exactly good. yeah bro i give a pass to to fucking dogs in, in service either either military or police i give all dogs passes that's a bad impulse well okay the dog they'll still kill you dude but but what i'm that's saying fine, is people bro. will I'm share the the people will be sharing the propaganda video is what I'm oh saying. no absolutely like, well, yeah. look how cute it is i'll take it bro i'll take it. that's the hill i'm willing to die that's on. the same thing with like the 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 like canine unit kind of like cop like yeah. copaganda that you see you know no, it's, just, it's insane like <laughs> yeah Fucking insane. All cops it's, matter, um, bro. All cop dogs matter. God. Yeah. I, like, I'm pretty sure I've it, seen those shirts, actually. Ew. I'm sure. If, 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 if there is a good cop dog, then it should quit its job, you know? Standard <laughs> yeah, applies definitely. across the board. Dude, cop dogs are class traitors. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, Goddamn. 
So let's do some plugs, you guys. Where can uh, where can people find us? You can find us on Twitter at um, at Sheeple's Army Pod. That's right. We've got uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, go for it. Piss off. Uh, Instagram <laughs> at uh, just Sheeple's Army. Yeah, and uh, you can look you can look us up Sheeple's Army Podcast on YouTube, uh, Twitch. I'm gonna do another Twitch. little reminder. Election night will definitely be streaming November third. Not sure what time we're gonna start, but I think uh, I think it, we're gonna make it into. It's gonna be a fun little. It's gonna be a fun little party. We're gonna get the. We're gonna put the coffee on. We're gonna we, maybe we'll stay up for a while. See how those uh, some of those key kind of battleground states end up playing out. And uh, there might be uh, prizes. There might be prizes. We'll talk about um, if there's a future for the Democratic Party after this election, particularly if they lose. Um, but we'll see. And hopefully, hopefully that, that doesn't happen. But uh, yeah, next week we'll probably it's gonna do be a little... an interesting night. It's going to be a very interesting night. Yeah, and we are going to uh, we are going to have you 100% covered. So you're going to want to tune in on Twitch. Uh, please on uh, Spotify look us up uh, hit that follow button as uh, same thing with Apple podcasts leave a nice little review maybe maybe a comment we love to get those comments um, I haven't finished reading if all you, of them because there are so many if you leave a uh, funny review we'll you know if it's funny enough we'll send you a hat or something we'll send you a hat that's right or something or something yeah <laughs> maybe like a, a squid I don't know maybe a kofefe uh, shirt that uh, I ordered at the height of that whole thing, and then it kind of just didn't end up being Did that you? cool. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just, I just remember like when, when, when he tweeted that, and then like there were like everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, wow, there's shirts already!" and and people were pointing out, "It's like yeah, so like funny. the shirts don't actually exist yet, you guys. You're just about to order a shirt that doesn't exist, and they're gonna it. make yeah. it. You're gonna get it like five months from now when you don't care anymore." <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. This actually um, um, is a good time to plug this. I have a, I have two hundred boxes of Beto for America shirts. So if we can move some of those, <laughs> that'd be great. That would be nice. Or of Beto twenty twenty four. Give him another chance. Shirts. <laughs> it just says. Come is that on. what it says on the back? Give him another give him a, chance. Give him another chance, or it says like four more years or whatever. <laughs> Put the kid in, coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Four more years. <laughs> Like, really went all in on this Beto O'Rourke Four thing. more years. <laughs> oh, God. And Pete as VP. Oh, man. I just, I just vomited oh, a little bit in my mouth. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah I think, uh, I think that is, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, and we are going to see everybody next week. 